0: i awesome.
1: back to the crossover podcast the show where you get comics pop culture and sports and get ready for sports what yeah that's right sports in the middle of may and and uh, the the throws of of 19 still uh i'm your host as always matt Pearson. joining me today craig needles how the heck are you craig doing well all right great to have you back um as i mentioned we're going to be talking a little bit uh sports specifically uh one of our favorite podcasts of the year uh Easily, is the NFL Win Totals podcast. We usually uh, we usually leave this till closer to September. You, I mean, we would usually start looking at this uh, mid-August or early to mid-August. But uh, the Win Totals came out super early this year, pretty much the day after the draft. And uh, we figured that in, in the post-COVID era, uh, <laughs> without much going on, why not discuss uh, some of the over/under win totals in May? See if we can find some value, and then we'll probably check back in in August when we're closer to football actually starting and uh, see uh, how some of the odds have changed, or maybe how some of our opinions have changed. Before I get to that, Craig, uh, do you think <laughs> when we revisit in October or in August these numbers, uh, do you think we will be closer to football in September? Yes, yeah, we'll be closer. Close but, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I guess I should rephrase that question. Do you believe NFL will start on time in September, is how I should have phrased that, I guess.
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, may not be with fans, but I've said several times before. If Roger Goodell has to go around to various NFL cities and personally inject people with coronavirus to get in a 16-game season, he will do it. <laughs> so, I'm not... Uh,
1: well, he's a robot. I don't think it a effect- don't think he can contract corona, so it doesn't affect him. Exactly. Whatsoever. He's not worried. He's not worried about it the least bit. <laughs> oh mercy. Um, yeah. I mean, I I, I think I, I've been steadfast on this podcast saying that. Uh, I, I know you've heard me say this a couple of times, and I'm going to annoy you with it for hearing me say it about the billionth time. But I'm not sure if I've said this on the pod, but. Um, I believe the next time we get live uh, North American sports, it will be the NFL returning in September with uh, no fans in the building. That, that's
0: I don't agree with
1: that. Yeah, you no longer agree with that. Now there has been there has been there'll some, be no uh, fans in the building, but yeah. there'll be some
0: the NHL. There's too much money on the line for the NHL and the NBA to not do this.
1: Yeah, the problem is, well, we can get into that. The NHL, I'm just like the NHL classic them. Just a, a slew of horrible ideas that are likely going to come to the forefront and probably go push through, like this 24-team playoff thing that they've been kicking. Apparently, they're going to make it. From the day of us recording this, they're going to make a decision on this within the next, like, sometime the week, this, this week. We're likely to hear that they're going to do some sort of just dumb 24-team playoff schedule or, or something like that. And it's just like, right wow,
0: now, so the, dumb. the Yeah. Now, what I I think they might wind up doing is, you know, teams that finish in the top six in their conference have have already, you Mm -hmm. know, played their way in. Then you have maybe single elimination tournaments or something on those lines for the other teams. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Either way, I'm sure that they will come up with a dumb idea because they are the NHL. There's no way around that. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't mind the idea of the top three teams in each division are in, and then the next four teams in each division. Well, not even not not the next four teams in the conference play a best two out of three. That of course would be more than 24 teams, but whatever. I'm just uh, I'm just spitballing. I just I, I I don't like the idea of Tampa's road to the Stanley Cup being the same as the Panthers rode the Stanley cup from a number of games played perspective, Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay should have some time off. Yeah. And they should should have, they should be able to avoid some level of risk Mm -hmm. as far as the risk of their season ending early. And the Bruins should be able to avoid some level of risk, uh, you know, and and the teams of the Blues should be able to avoid some level of risk as far as their season ending early goes. So I don't know how the NHL is going to factor that in. They have to. If they don't, it basically invalidates their entire regular
1: season. Yeah, it's just the the NBA and the NHL, to me, have always come down. Like, them them trying to get back has always been the, you know, it's, it's the line from Jurassic Park. It's the Jeff Goldblum line from Jurassic Park, Craig, where it's like they were so preoccupied with how they could do it that no one stopped to figure out if they should, right? And I'm just like, <laughs> They really shouldn't, <laughs> and and uh, I don't uh, know. Like, I, I like. I realize money. I get. I get that. I get you know the the almighty dollar. I, I get that, but nobody has. There's a few questions nobody has asked. One, what is the PR backlash going to be like when both of those leagues are our all, all the COVID tests?
0: I'm going to suggest by that point insignificant because there'll be more testing capacity, and people are going to be so happy to have leagues back. The the, the, the voices of people being like, oh, good, I'm so, I can finally watch something new on TV is going to drown out. Wait a minute. Why, why shouldn't these tests be used for here, here, here? Um, especially if the league is paying for their own te- – the leagues are paying for their own tests privately, which is currently sitting uh, there. Now, if it is $100 per test, as was reported by mm-hmm. various NHL reporters, is it's $100 per test, I'm obviously your, your, your profit margins uh, become a little bit smaller obviously if every time you test a guy and you're probably testing every guy every couple of days, uh, that that's sorry. I want to come back to that. Continue. Uh, if, if it costs a hundred bucks, then all of a sudden things get expensive real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be an interesting part of it as well. Uh, that being said, um, like if you're Rogers mm-hmm. and Rogers and Rogers says to the NHL, yeah, we actually gave you a billion dollars for 13 playoff seasons. hmm. So, you're giving us the 13th playoff season. Otherwise, you owe us a shitload of dimes. Yeah. So, if and, and I'm sure that Disney will have the very same conversation with the NBA. You actually, and so will TNT and, and Turner and whatnot. You owe us a playoffs. Mm-hmm. And if, if you don't have one, you know, that's, that's on you. But you're cutting us a big check because it's right here in our contract. I don't think... Or actually, wouldn't even be a cutting us a big check. It's so, a, uh, when we pay you next year, we're paying you less because we bought this year's playoffs already mm-hmm. and you didn't deliver them.
1: Yeah, so that's more likely,
0: I, yeah. yeah. that's that's how it would go. So I don't think that the owners in these these two leagues are all that interested in doing a discount next year on TV rights. No, I I, I agree. And if, if these same leagues come to Rogers and come to Disney... And come to the various regional right holders and say there's 60 regular season games next year, not 82, but you're still getting two playoffs over the next 18 months. Those rights holders will be like, well, you know, shit happens, but sure, mm-hmm. if you're missing a playoffs, that's where the that's where the money is, right? So I just I just think there's so much cash on the line they're going to figure it out. And you know who else is going to want to figure it out is the two unions, mm-hmm. because TV money. In, in, in the case of the parlance of the NHL CBA, that's hockey related later revenue, baby. And TV money in the parlance of the NBA CBA, the players get 50% of that. So when the owners take their discount on next year's TV rights, guess what happens to the salary caps in those two leagues? They go way down. Yep. And I don't think the NHL PA wants that. I don't think the NBA PA wants that. So if they're saying to themselves, okay, wait a minute, like, my next free agency, the max contract is a 20 million contract as opposed to a 30 million contract per year. If I'm a star player, I'm one of If I'm Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a free agent in the summer of 2021, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to get the, the the full max next year. It's going to be 30 uh, uh, ish a year, and then you do some calculations, and the salary cap's going way down. All of a sudden, it becomes 22 a year for five years, and you're like, wait a minute. Not playing these playoffs could cost me $40 million? Yeah, I'll see you there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's... that's Now, Giannis is an extreme example as far as how much money it could cost him. But other NBA players, because contracts are so short these days, are going to feel the same way. They're going to think to themselves, wait a minute, I don't want the salary cap to be down when I'm a free agent. So... I don't know. And there's obviously smoothing mechanisms and whatnot as far as like the, the hit that the TV money would take and you smooth it over a couple of years, whatever it happens to be. And both CBAs have that. I'm just saying that the league is going to be motivated to play these games. The players from a competitive perspective and a financial perspective are going to be motivated to play these games. And there will be various jurisdictions. British Columbia, I may note, had uh, two positive COVID-19 tests in the entire province today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are various jurisdictions that have the ability to host these games. Um, there are empty hotels literally all over the continent. They will find a way.
1: Yeah, I, suppose, I just want the, the question I want somebody to ask some athlete. Nobody ha- nobody has asked this. Like, I, I mean, LeBron James would probably be a big get. I just want to ask. I just want an honest answer on, on one of these athletes. You know, how do you feel about getting stabbed in the brain with a uh, two, with a foot long Q tip every day? <laughs> like, I, I, I would, yeah. I would say this.
0: From, yeah. I'll use the Giannis Kubo answer. Yeah. How do you feel about getting stabbed with the in and, 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 and like it's not as invasive. Like it's invasive, but it's mm. not. Um, how do you feel about taking a COVID nineteen test every day for the two months for the NBA playoffs? Oh, by the way, if you don't do it, you might be taking a forty million dollar haircut. Yeah, I think that, the the forty million would motivate me. That's, that's just true. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I suppose. Um, not that Giannis is gonna like. Should he miss that forty million? It's not like he's gonna have a, an extra. No, 60 he's, million, he's, he's not. Right? he's not destitute.
0: I <laughs> no. understand that, but all I'm saying is like it, the 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 implications in his free agency. Uh, LeBron's next free agency. Yeah. Uh, basically, as long if you're not Chris Paul, West, Russell Westbrook. And you have like four years left in your contract and this will mm-hmm. be done by the time this is over. If you're not one of those guys, and Chris Paul's probably done signing big contracts anyway, and Russell Westbrook maybe too. But basically, if you're every other player in the NBA, not doing these playoffs will cost you some degree of cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, there, there's a few other ones that have four or five years left in their deal, but th- those are rare in the league at this point. This will cost you some level of money in the millions for the top guys in the many many millions for the very top guys. Yeah. So that would that would motivate me to take a COVID-19 test four times a week, five times a week, six times a week if that's the way it had to be. Uh, that would motivate me as oh, well wait a minute, if we don't get these playoffs, we're going to be we're going to lose a lot of money here because the TV cake Like that's it's not the it's not the gate where the owners can mess around with a little bit and talk about arena rights and all that stuff. That is the biggest piece of the pie for the players is you get half the TV money, guys. And if a bunch of the TV money goes away, that's a problem for the owners. But one could argue it's a bigger problem for the players
1: yeah and if you think about it as far as the honest thing goes the i mean the, the difference between like a hundred million dollars and a hundred and forty million dollars is really just an astonishing forty million dollars right
0: no i I understand that again
1: he's not <laughs> he's not going to be poor but I, know, I, I just Still, forty million dollars yeah. is still quite it's, a, it's a lot of money, money. Yeah. a lot of money um i just let me give you this scenario. Uh, the Leafs it, like this 24 uh, this 24 uh, team dumbass playoff thing which if you look at the the NHL the, the NBA it's pretty much uh, I mean the bottom half of the East I think if you look if I remember looking at the standings the bottom half of the East is somewhat muddled but if you look at the uh, if you look at the NHL standings really only one game needs to be played to ensure competitive fairness. For what would for a normal round bracket of playoffs, and that would be the Colorado Avalanche need to play one more game against the Vancouver Canucks, uh, which was the last game on the, which would have been their last game, the next game up on the schedule. Um, uh, if COVID never happened so that they have an even number of games against the, the St. Louis blues. And if I think if they win that game or if they even get a point in that game, they pass the blues. Now, literally all that will do is if the, cause like obviously home ice, home court, all that is going to be not a real thing uh, right. in these playoffs. But basically if the, if the avalanche were to get into a game seven against the blues, they would have last change, right? That that's the competitive advantage. Uh- they would I bear, would right?
0: suggest to you that the NHL is not going to care about that.
1: No, I know. I'm just saying that's the, like, the, the, but this, what I, I'm trying to bite back at this 24 team playoff structure yes. that is completely unnecessary and dumb. Cause like all I'm saying is all they need to do is play that one avalanche Canucks game and then they can seed the way they wanted to and then have their playoffs just go. That's it. There's no need for, 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 Bass-Ackward's uh, 24 team that, like, the Montreal Canadiens and the Florida Panthers should not be receiving uh, what are will ostensibly be playoff games in 2020. So it, it's right. another fucking joke, clown shoes nonsense from the uh, NHL. I, I, Montreal has zero argument.
0: Yeah. Florida has a marginal one. That, well, marginal, they were at, what, yeah. five points behind the
1: Leafs? Yeah. Uh, third in the division. Like the, the Florida pissed away their chance to catch the Leafs, like, I, in February. Oh, so, yeah, like, when like they're
0: trading Vincent Trocheck to save money. Yeah. Like, go to hell.
1: And not uh, only that, I, but they had, the, the Leafs went on a little losing streak there, and Florida had, four, I remember Florida had, like, four games against, like, Ottawa twice and a couple other crappy teams, and they, like, got one point or something like that. Like oh, they, they, yeah. they now, that They pissed that opportunity.
0: They would argue yeah. that, hey, we were supposed to play 82. Yeah. What I would say to that is this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things were supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, so you can get a best of uh, best of three against... I don't even know. I haven't went to the standings in months. You can get a best of three against whoever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like basically someone who's not in the top three of the division. You can get a best of three against them where you play three games and four nights. And if you win two of those three, then you you then you get the Bruins. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but for me that is um not it ju- it just feels like the more teams that you get involved in this the more ridiculous it becomes not just from a farcical uh, outcome perspective yeah. but from a how are we going to coordinate this perspective
1: yeah and like and the th- and the reason everybody keeps using the example of Montreal is cuz Montreal has zero argument to be getting playoff games And they have the one goaltender in the entire league that if he gets hot, right, you know, all of a sudden shit gets fucked up.
0: I, uh, I, yes. Now I would argue
1: price played well this year. No, but that's what I would say right now. Right. Who knows? Right. Well, here's the thing. Um, you're talking
0: about two NHL teams and if you're talking about best of threes mm -hmm. and you're talking about two NHL teams. Yeah. Like things can get weird. Exactly. Literally. Like. It literally doesn't matter which two NHL caliber teams there are Uh, except for like, you know, you could put together a pretty good argument that the 2000, uh, 2019, 2020 Detroit Red Wings don't count as an NHL team. And I'd be willing to listen on that, (laughs) but any other two teams in the league yeah. and you say best of three, like obviously the Bruins are going to win more often than the devils or more often than the sharks. But there's universes where the sharks would beat the Bruins two out of three nights.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: And should the Bruins season come down to that? A 100-point team at the break with with 12 games to go? I don't think so.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: So I think what should happen is the Bruins, Lightning, Maple Leafs, Capitals, Flyers, Penguins, Blues, Avalanche, Stars, Golden Knights, Oilers, Flames – actually, it it may be Canucks instead of Flames if you adjust for points per game Mm – should just get to watch the other teams in the league, the other – like, you know, so – you get four teams per conference. So if you do the conference standings by wild card, it would be Hurricanes, Blue Jackets, Islanders, Rangers in the East and in the West it would be what what do we got here? Uh, jets, Predators, Flames, Wild. They yeah. should just be able to get to watch those teams battle it out, best of 3 and whatever. I know that's 24 that's not 24 teams. To me, the 24 team is the desperation like Rogers and uh NBC what if we got Chicago Montreal in there
1: for you how would you feel about that guys exactly right yeah Chicago's the other one yeah
0: yeah and and if I'm if I'm the NHL I would say shut the hell up we this looks pretty this looks like you might get a Edmonton versus Calgary best of seven so Mm -hmm. just shut the hell up Rogers and then as far as Chicago goes who cares but it just is uh not a good situation.
1: The other NHL thing that they've done that is complete farce is, is them clearly rigging the lottery for the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> this is so uh, Well, that, I, I don't like their trepidation there was, well, what if some team who's in the lottery now gets hot in our, our crazy playoffs? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they, they win the, they get Alexis Lafreniere and win the Stanley cup in the same year. If that happens to an NHL team, mm-hmm. why are you like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, so you have a team that has a less than one percent chance to win the Stanley Cup, but a team that has less than one percent chance to win the lottery, and you're gonna lose sleep and rejig everything over two less than one percent chances coming in. Yeah, that's what that's your plan here. Like, no, no it's, sorry, it's, it's
1: just they're rigging it so that the Detroit yeah. Red Wings can get a best well, girlfriend year. That's all. They if want, want them in Detroit. Think... They don't want them in Ottawa. They don't want them but... in. The Ottawa's got just as good a chance with the Red yeah. Wings. Yeah, they don't want him in Ottawa, though, is the thing, right? Like, yeah, but if to, to, to me, don't. well, to, if you look at the way the percentages have shifted, like, again, this is, like,
0: retconning a little bit, because, but we know right now that San Jose's odds are Ottawa's odds, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, if you look at the way the odds have shifted, the Red Wings' odds went up, yeah, but Ottawa's odds went up way, went up a lot, too. So basically, what you're saying is Alexis, La- like, just because Ottawa has their own pick and San Jose's, Alexis Lafreniere is playing in Ottawa or Detroit, and it's essentially pretty close to a coin flip as to which one it is. Whereas the old odds were Alexis Lafreniere could be playing is probably going to like the most likely outcome is he's playing in, De- in, in Detroit and Ottawa, but then there's a significant chunk of the rest of the league that would have had a crack at him too. Uh, so the Ottawa odds are heavily influenced by the fact that they have two first round picks of teams that finished in the bottom four but um it's uh, to me they they didn't hurt his odds of winding up in Ottawa or her, her odds of winding up in Detroit well they helped his odds of winding up in both they just completely eliminated his odds of winding up anywhere else other than Ottawa or Detroit yeah. that's all
1: yeah it's
0: so if i'm if i'm a senators fan i'm not feeling screwed over by this if i'm a fan of say the kings or the ducks i'm thinking to myself wait a minute Where's my 10% chance at Lafreniere? I had that when we shut the season down. And yeah. Now that's gone. That's that's weird. But that's... yeah.
1: Last thing I want to discuss before we do the NFL win totals. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens if the Leafs are in some sort of Game 7 against Tampa Bay and Austin Matthews tested positive for COVID-19 right before the game?
0: Um, then... I would suggest that the only way to make things fair mm-hmm. is that Austin Matthews has to spend the entire morning in the Tampa Bay locker room. <laughs> just out, you know, and
1: no, like, like if, if guys, if, if they start up the league that, again that, and guys start that's, testing that, positive, that is very much
0: a scenario. Yeah. What I will say is this: Well, the odds get altered. The odds of Austin Matt, like, like Austin Matthews goes hard into the boards and turns an ankle in Game Six. Mm-hmm. That was like. That was on the table. You know yes. what I mean? Mm. So you can't just say, well, we, we were hoping to get through this the Stanley Cup playoffs for every player. Every good player on every team is available the whole time. Mm. Yeah, of course, you're always hoping that, but you're never going to get it. So, like, yeah, that would suck. And that would just be another, oh, shit, the Leafs are cursed. But mm. it wouldn't be a situation that you're like, well, hey, I was guaranteed Austin Matthews is going to be available in this game. Seven. There's no guarantees.
1: What, but I'm just my question is more maybe I shouldn't have phrased it without some method. My, my my I guess my question is just if guys start testing positive again, do they shut it down again or do they just be like, All right, that guy can't play and we just plow through.
0: I think it's all right, that guy can't play, and we plow through, but then you have to retest the rest of the team. Yeah. Trouble of Bruin. Oh yeah.
1: Here's here's the here's the scenario. Nobody that you tested are. positive more than my Avalanche from what I've heard. Right. They had they had three now, cases and I don't think anybody right. else it was just them in Ottawa really that right. reported cases, right? what i would say to that and or, they didn't release the names of the play of the three no, players that didn't. tested positive for what the ads say, like what was it was say. it like Ranton, and landis Coggan mckinnon <laughs> yeah but
0: here's the thing but if, if yeah. those guys have built up immunity to it now they're safe
1: yeah
0: we don't yes. know that for sure
1: yeah
0: but what i would say is this The avalanche from a perspective of, hey, what if someone gets COVID-19 are actually at an advantage because I would suspect that there's a bunch of other guys in that locker room who are asymptomatic and had the antibodies to fight it off, and it's gone. Mm. And and their odds of getting it again – as far as we know, I'm not going to guarantee things, but their odds of getting it again are lower than the general population because they've had it and were asymptomatic. Yeah. So I would say that the team, like the team most primed to not have COVID nineteen <laughs> run through the locker room, would be the Avalanche.
1: Fair, I guess. Maybe yeah, as far as playoff teams go, mm-hmm. and and also they would have been like like the COVID thing because uh, man, where they beat up, like they were still winning games and and they 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 hadn't had a full roster together the entire time, like one of Landis Cog Ranton, and uh, Kadri uh, Grubauer and a bunch of other guys. And were, were, oh, my were all hurt. <laughs> they, they never had their full lineup of guys. And well, guess that's boy. the thing. Yeah. The whole, the whole league's getting healthy now. So yeah, like a uh, Stamkos might be back for the old, uh, well, I don't think there's any might about it here. Yeah, like by the time we're back on the ice, he'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah. There. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, anything else you want to say before we get into a few, uh, NFL win totals? I think I'm okay that way. All right, so let me just quickly write down the timestamps so that I can uh, let everyone know when we're getting to the NFL win totals uh, talk. So here we go, 2020 NFL win totals. These are the win totals uh, from the NFL Superbook uh, and the Westgate Las Vegas, which uh, you, me, and your brother Bill uh, pretty much use the Westgate numbers every year and and our, our little weekly. Uh, picks that we do are based on the Westgate super contest, uh, which uh, we've never come close to winning even fictitiously through this podcast. But anyway, here we go. Uh, first up, uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, and, and I should say, we'll go through, so we'll talk about some teams more than other teams. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals seven and a half wins is their win total this year. Uh, same win total that they had last year. They finished last year, five wins, uh, a little bit more juice on the under minus minus one twenty for the over. And, uh, Plus 100 if uh, the Cardinals go under. Um, Cardinals seven and a half. Uh, anything to say on this one, Craig?
0: Over. I think the offense is going to be great. I mm-hmm. And spoiler alert for later, um, yeah. if I'm thinking about fantasy football for the season, I want every single piece of this team that I can get. Yeah. Because it's the delightful combination of, wow, they have a lot of great offensive players and their defense is garbage. Mm-hmm. So not only might they score 35, but they're not going to be a situation where, well, we're up 21 to six, so we can just kind of cruise it into the garage in the fourth quarter here. Uh, So, yeah, I think that there's going to be a lot of points In games involved the Arizona Cardinals this year, and I want everything to do with it. But uh, I, I I like the team. I think that they'll be able to outscore their defense quite a bit. I think that Cliff Kingsbury uh, adjusted pretty well to being an NFL coach as the year went on. And uh, oh yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is good at football, and he's on this team now.
1: Yeah, that was Uh, obviously their big get was a free free DeAndre Hopkins. Free (laughs) yeah,
0: uh, uh, getting DeAndre Hopkins for nothing uh, is is a good way to help your roster, but. They gave up a second-round pick in David Johnson, some might say. Yeah. <laughs> I would put together a pretty strong argument that trading a second-round pick to not have David Johnson's contract anymore was a tidy piece of business. DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> right, just sort of fell out of a tree for them. Uh, yes, that is uh, that is good. DeAndre Hopkins is a great player. I don't care how whether Bill O'Brien likes him or not. In fact, Bill O'Brien might not liking him might be a positive sign for DeAndre Hopkins' character. Uh, I uh, will uh, gladly take the Cardinals over.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you on that one, but uh, I'm not. I'm not. It's not going to be one of my lock-ins. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons seven and a half uh, wins, uh, same win total they had last year. They finished with seven, so they just finished under last year. Uh, minus one twenty-five on the over, uh, plus one o five or one o five on the under. Um, Atlanta, I love Val- the under. You love the under. I uh, I will say the sharps like the Falcons this year. Uh, they have them as one of the teams that were that are considered to be uh monstrously un- unlucky last year they they so they they're on the Falcons that is my only which is why the uh, over is uh, minus 125 um despite the fact that they didn't improve their roster significantly greatly from I mean their roster's better but it not the type of improvements where you're like hey Three more wins than last year, sort of a thing, and no. uh, finished with seven wins. I guess uh, they're hoping to be healthier. I just think they're going to be they're going to be worse on one. defense. Yeah, healthier is a big one. They should be worse on defense, and also I believe they were like they they were one in five in uh, one score games, which is a big one that the sharps look at, right? In terms of yep. uh, in, nope. in terms of um, how unlucky you were uh, last year. So, but there's a there's been a lot of sharp money on the Falcons, which is why the the over is minus one twenty five. I just um, don't think this team's very good. Yeah. That that would be uh that would be one. And you know Dan Quinn uh he he's The fact that he yeah, still coaching. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised by that. Mhm. Really strange. Um I have no opinions on the Atlanta Falcons right now. I'll say uh the Baltimore Ravens uh 11 and a half is their uh win total last year their uh over under win total if you can believe it or not craig was eight they won 14 games so they were massively over they uh, almost hit it twice actually yeah, last year <laughs> uh over was minus 115 the under is uh, minus 105 um craig who do you think had more rushing yards through the first 16 games of their career lamar jackson or Ladanian tomlinson
0: oh god is the answer lamar jackson
1: <laughs> the answer is indeed lamar jackson not by much, but
0: uh, the here's the, here's the question. And the, yeah. the the Baltimore question, and look, I love Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to be as good in 2020 as he was in 2019. Not because I think poorly of Lamar Jackson, just because I think it's really hard to play two consecutive seasons at that yeah. level of football.
1: The, yeah. The, no matter uh, how. The fantasy football guys have been, uh, I know have been saying like, listen, don't, bet the farm on Lamar Jackson. They're saying he's still good. He's still worth a like first round pick or like $60 or whatever in an auction value, but just don't pin your entire hopes on Lamar just because uh, he's a regression candidate. Uh, it's the same way Patrick Mahomes was a regression candidate last year from the, uh, and then I'm just talking fantasy football wise um, from the 50 touchdowns, right? Cause that, you just can't expect a guy to throw 50 touchdowns every year. Just
0: no, because just it's happened. Say. Like, how many times in the history of the league? Like, th- how many guys have thrown 50 touchdowns? Three? Yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's, you know, so it doesn't happen very often, is the moral of the story. And seasons like the one Lamar Jackson just had, mm-hmm. uh, not only doesn't happen very often, literally, it's only ever happened one time. Yeah. So, how often can you be expected to replicate that? Maybe you will. Maybe mm-hmm. you will. Uh, that being said, they've improved the rest of the roster. Yes. He's so, got even receivers. if. Lo- They've got better receivers. They've got better on defense. Mm-hmm. So even if Lamar is not quite as good, they're still going to be really good. Turns out this is a very well-run franchise. Yeah,
1: um, I would take the over, gun to my head. But uh, so would I. Yeah, but I like, but that's, that's a much. lot of wins. Yeah, it's a lot
0: of. I I don't think I like if I'm picking one of the two just for the sake of doing it. I'm taking the over, but I'm not putting money on it.
1: No, exactly. And that's the thing that you and I have banged on for years is just that too much can go wrong when you're trying to. Uh, Uh, Too much can go wrong when you're trying to get 12 wins uh, Mm -hmm. for teams not named the New England Patriots, (laughs) right? Like the New England Patriots. Well, yeah, something's gone wrong for the Patriots. We'll get to them in a second. Exactly. (laughs) We'll get to them in a bit. But, yeah, like 12 is. the thing that's a little bit different now. (laughs) Yeah, 12 Um, is too much. So normally this would be like an automatic under for me, but uh, I'm I'm not going to do that. uh, They got Kawhiis
0: Campbell for free.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like if Lamar Jackson, this is, this is one of the teams where like, like if Lamar Jackson, again, knock on wood, this doesn't happen. Cause I enjoy watching him play football, but if he gets injured week two and misses, you know, seven weeks or whatever, you're, you, you might be boned. Uh, Baltimore is one of the teams. Uh, I'm going to put them in the probably should sign Cam Newton as a backup uh, for insurance type of I, uh, category. I, I think that
0: if Cam Newton is willing to be a backup quarterback, he'd already have a job. Fair. Fair. I think Cam Newton might be waiting to see what the lay of the land is like after a couple of weeks of training camp and everyone mm-hmm. sort of sees what's going on. And Hey, maybe this guy isn't quite as sharp as we thought he was going to be. Or, you know, if you're the Steelers mm-hmm. and you see Ben's recovery from surgery, you're like, well, Steelers that's not the- are,
1: Steelers are where we're, we're going to be one of my Cam Newton teams when yeah. we get to that. I just think sure. that if Cam
0: Newton was willing to take yeah. a job like the Baltimore one, where he's for sure not the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. Cam Newton would
1: already have a job fair well baltimore's a bit uh, a bit different because you know he, he yeah would...
0: is cam newton better than rg3 of course he is
1: yeah B- but Bal- baltimore's difference in the sense that lamar jackson is not going to lose the job due to poor play right uh but if he uh pittsburgh steelers there's a chance ben roethlisberger doesn't play well and mike tomlin goes
0: there's a chance that cam newton's better than
1: roethlisberger like right here right, today right here today exactly right so so, but that'd be one where he'd have to sign up as a backup and just be like, just patience, Cam. Climb the ladder. Right. Right? That'd be one of those. Baltimore, that wouldn't be it. Baltimore would be like, I'm going to go there, potentially get a chip, and I'll be the insurance policy if something happens to Lamar. Um, Buffalo Bills, nine wins last year. Seven and a half is their win total. They hit the over. Sorry, nine wins is their win total this year. Seven and a half last year. Ten wins total last year. Made the playoffs. Uh, Minus 110 going both ways. So even money on the over and the under for the Bills at nine. A lot of buzz on them winning the – the NFC East this year. I'm not sold on that myself, but uh, I think the bills are, are pretty, who is the most likely
0: team, team to win the AFC East. If it's not Buffalo
1: on, uh, I know I'm going to sound like an idiot, but until, until I yeah, actually, you're going to say it, the
0: team, the team that has bill Belichick as its head coach.
1: Yeah. So. Until I see it, I'm I'm not getting away from Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots it, yeah. I, until I see it. I have to see it, and then when I see it, I will I will walk. Jared away.
0: Stidham, uh, you know, pretty decent, good, but not great quarterback at mm-hmm. Auburn. So we'll see what that translates to in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Although you could sum up Tom Brady's Michigan career pretty decent, good, but not great at Michigan. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know if, if Bill Belichick has struck gold again on a quarterback at that point in the draft, I think we should just walk, like we should just cancel football. Yeah. It's, like what's the point of this anymore? Exactly. This is dumb. Uh, I don't care yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that being said, um, I, I, I like the over for Buffalo. This is the best roster.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you like the minus minus one ten? 10. I think I agree, but uh, not one of my locks. I'm, I'm, I'm more, on the unders this year uh, the carolina and here's going to be one of them carolina panthers five and a half is their over under win total this year minus 120 plus 100 on the under uh, win total last year was eight they came up with five wins so they were way under um, the cam newton is not going to be the quarterback of this of this team uh, greg olson is not going to be playing for this team luke keekly is not going to be playing for this team they got a new coach uh, I am way under on the Carolina Panthers.
0: So am I. Yeah. And I feel I feel a little bit bad for Teddy Bridgewater, but Teddy Bridgewater yeah. has sixty million dollars to make him feel better. Yeah, he's richer um, than us. Who cares? Who yeah, cares? exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I um, I I just like, I don't I'm, like if the plan is to win football games in two thousand twenty, the Panthers had a really bad off Yeah. If the plan was, hey, Trevor Lawrence is pretty good. Panthers have a nice offseason so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see what the plan is. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm not necessarily keen on what their situation is either.
1: Yeah, Chicago Bears eight and a half is their win total. Minus one twenty for the over. I don't get that. Plus one hundred on the under. Uh, win total last year was nine, eight wins last year. They uh they had the under. They got a brand spanking new Nick Foles and not much else. Chicago Bears. Under eight and a half wins at plus one hundred is uh, the official recommendation from uh, Matthew Pierce. How do you feel about the Chicago Bears? Great. This
0: is one of my favorite ones. Mm. Like what? What? What information do we have that would say that this is? A, this is. Oh yeah, I definitely want to bet on this to be a nine-win team. Yeah,
1: I, I like, don't get it. Yeah, I, it, it's they are so bad, <laughs> and and they they have all this money locked up in their quarterback. So they're not going to be able to improve any parts of their roster. Um, the Trubisky versus Foles, as dumb as it is, is going to be a thing that weighs this team down the entire, like anytime they have a loss, it, it's going to be like, Oh, we got to start the other guy. We got to start the other guy. We got to yep. start the other guy. Right. And that that's going to be their entire season. Now they're going to get one, possibly two cheap wins because uh, they play the Detroit lions and the Detroit lions always piss away football games. But the Vikings are still going to be damn good. And the Green Bay Packers, despite uh, some of their internal struggles, uh, still have Aaron Rodgers and are still going to be better on paper than the Chicago Bears. Um, I the, I believe the Bears' schedule is pretty soft, but even then, I don't think a soft schedule matters if your team is shitty, which no. I believe the Chicago I just, Bears are. No, like, how good do you think this defense is going to be? No.
0: And if the answer is not number one in their defense was
1: was also like historically good last year and it's yeah so all i'm saying is
0: if you don't think this is like a top three defense yeah that's creating turnovers and it's hard to project that i don't Mm -hmm. care who the names are then what do you what do you like about this team just quarterback is going to continuously drag them down Mm -hmm. and i think it's at least a little bit funny that cam Newton's certainly better than any quarterback on the bears roster yeah Andy but, Dalton's better than any quarterback on the bears
1: roster mm-hmm. the chicago bears were uh, like i would say that they they're cam newton andy dalton they, they should be in that in that group of teams but they can't with the, the fact that they traded for nick Foles. For they
0: touchdowns. gave up before i don't understand why you give up a fourth for nick Foles I don't anyways. and pay a bunch of money when andy dalton is a free agent eventually and yeah. like it, would, it wouldn't be hard to read the teethies in that andy dalton's a free agent eventually and you could have just signed him for a lot less money and not given up a draft. I just I I cannot fathom how you think that's a good idea. No like, it, who thinks like yeah, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, cool. Does anyone think that Andy Dalton is a worse quarterback than Nick Foles right here today? I don't think so.
1: No, certainly not. Cam Newton, definitely not. Cam and, Newton's definitely better than Nick Foles. Yeah. yeah it's it's bizarre. Um Yeah. This is one of my favorite unders, Uh, Chicago 8.5. Everybody get on this right now. Uh, This is another under that I like. The Cincinnati Bengals, uh, 5.5 is their win total. Minus 110 going going both ways. Their win total was the same last year, 5.5. They finished with two wins and the first overall pick. They got a brand spanking new Joe Burrow, but they don't have much else. I don't understand. I love Joe Burrow. Don't understand the hype train coming in where they think he's going to improve, get them four more wins uh, with the exact same roster that they had last year.
0: Everything go wrong. AJ Green yeah. didn't play a snap. True, that's one. Yeah, and they think he's going to be back. They mm-hmm. had everything Tyler Boyd, uh,
1: same thing, yeah. in and out of jo- the lineup. Jonah yep. Williams,
0: Jonah Williams, their first round pick out of Alabama in 2019, mm-hmm. didn't play a snap either. Yeah, and their offensive line was terrible. If he's back and is as good as he looked like at Alabama,
1: mm-hmm.
0: th- th- there's a spot solved too. They just had every conceivable thing go wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I still kind of like the under. Just because, well, like, there 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 are a lot of scenarios where they look a lot better this year, and they go five and eleven. Uh, they just had every conceivable thing go wrong to win twice.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, like, they weren't a team that was on anybody's radar for the first overall pick. Last no, year, right? Like when when the season not. started, definitely not. And shit happens in football, and they ended up with Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is going to be a damn good player. Do I think the Bengals are going to improve by four wins because they got Joe Burrow and and a little bit healthier? Uh, no. So I like the the Bengals under on the minus on the minus one ten. Uh, the Cleveland Browns uh, eight and a half wins is their total. Minus one hundred five over. Minus one fifteen under. Uh, win total was nine last year. Uh, all the hype in the world. They ended up with six wins and were horribly just one of the all-time embarrassing seasons of all time. Um, Did you know that Miles Garrett is a comeback player of the year candidate? He's got odds for comeback player of the year, Craig. Oh, God. (laughs) If he has – He actually does.
0: Let's say he has 20 sacks and just has like – just a it huge season. Which matter. like you
1: can't get. Ma- Miles Garrett, Garrett is a wonderful vote.
0: football player. And you might. Yeah, yeah, you can't like. Well, I, I came back from these specific specific circumstances exclusively of his own doing. Like, exactly. Um, <laughs> right there's that. Like, there's well, no I can't way. believe he
1: rose up above being an idiot. <laughs> exactly right. Like. <laughs> yeah. You nobody no because like it isn't like comeback player of the year is like voted by media too. I believe. Uh, is it not, yeah. or, or my? I, uh, I forget. That? I forget
0: who votes that one. But the the moral of the story is, I don't yeah. think whoever the whoever the voting public is, I don't think they're going to be super motivated to vote for him. Miles Garrett, um, eight and a half wins for the Cleveland Browns. Could it's, you imagine being Mason Rudolph if he won that award?
1: Yeah, right. This? <laughs> so bad. Anyway. Uh, eight and a half wins for the Cleveland Browns. Do you have anything to to? say i rounds. like the over like what what yeah, what were the I two just, biggest just... problems
0: what were the two biggest problems of the browns this past season Pierce?
1: uh Freddie kitchens reason... and Freddie kitchens
0: oh i was gonna say Freddie <laughs> kitchens and the tackle spots yeah uh, but you're you know we both had similar answers uh yeah. freddy kitchens and he's no yeah. longer part of this uh mm-hmm. how, we'll see how kevin Stefanski does but i like a lot of what we've heard from kevin Stefanski. Mm-hmm. and then uh instead of a rotating cast of guys who are replacement level or worse NFLers. They will have Derek Wills at Derek Wills and, and uh, uh, Jack Conklin, which sounds pretty good to me. Uh, so I think the, the two things that were problems this past season, they have not only improved those things, but hypothetically possibly have turned them into strengths as opposed to massive, massive weaknesses.
1: Yeah. Uh, and hist- another thing is historically that the hype team, that, uh, that is always – you always want them the year after the hype, right, yeah. is, is another Hardly. one.
0: Who, who's the hype team this year? I don't even
1: know. Yeah, I think it's the Bengals. I feel like it's okay. the Bengals. Sure. Either sure. that or it might be the team we're about to talk about next. Um, but uh, I I think the, the Bengals are technically, but they're a different kind of hype. Obviously, right. the, bang, the yeah. Bengals are more like no one's saying bang-
0: the Bengals are gonna are make gonna the playoffs, win, right?
1: make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl like they were saying about the Browns last year. Uh, the only I I agree with you. I like the over on the Browns. I think things are gonna go a little bit better for them. Uh, I'm still a big fan of the ta- of the talent they have on that field. I just uh, all the stuff I had last year was uh, I can't believe we're giving a Freddie Kitchens coach team. Uh I nine. Yeah, I, I, I was like I can't we believe we're just giving we them nine know. wins in a playoffs. We right? didn't yeah.
0: we, we we didn't have a reason to believe that Freddie Kitchens was bad. We just didn't know whether or not he was good. We found out pretty quickly he was bad. Yeah. But yeah, I, I i certainly understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh Kevin Stefanski, I
1: think he'll be good, but again, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of like them now. Not enough to actually take their over, but gun to my head, I I, I would take the over. I think the Browns are going to be a, a little bit better. Um, this might be the hype team too. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, Craig. Nine and a half wins, plus 105 on the over, minus 125 for the under. Nine wins last year. Or sorry, nine was their win total last year. They only had eight wins. Um, some new contracts for certain guys. Uh, Jason Garrett out. Uh, Mike McCarthy in. Uh, I like the over not enough to bet on it. And I, 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 one of the, the, I I would rather bet on Mike McCarthy winning coach of the year. Cause you're getting better odds than on the Dallas Cowboys over, unless you want to make a little parlay with the two of those things. Cause that, that would be a, that would, that would be a smart move. Cause like odds are if McCarthy if the Cowboys McCarthy
0: win 11 games, and, Mike McCarthy, McCarthy's,
1: he's going to get coach of the year. Cause he'll have the hype train behind him as well for, for being in, uh, in, in Dallas. I just like what they've got. I like their roster last year. I just think that they were so weighed down by Jason Garrett yet again. And now I was never a Mike McCarthy guy when he when I saw him twice a year as uh for many years as the coach of the Green Bay Packers, I always just thought I'm okay, this guy's just riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers. But Mike McCarthy is better than Jason Garrett. (laughs) Like that much I'll say. So I I think...
0: And I I like a lot of what I heard. And of course, like you've got media guys that are uh, maybe friendly with McCarthy whatever saying, oh, this is what he's doing. But when he's talking about, oh yeah, he's like... You know, doing analytics, like uh, big time studying and whatnot and and realizing that there's like a, a future of that here's the thing. I don't need NFL coaches to think that analytics are the be all end all. Mm-hmm. But I do need them to say, hey, we should at least like look into this number stuff and figure yep. out what's going exactly. on there. Uh, the New England coach does that. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, it's, uh,
1: the, the team I always use for that is is my beloved Colorado Avalanche, who were the last team in the in the nhl to like not even joking they were the last team in the nhl to be able to have an analytics department and they resisted it for about two or three years there and i don't think it's any coincidence that they started getting good right after they brought in an analytics department so. yeah
0: no i uh i would agree and certainly the the roster decision making you can sort of tell with, yeah uh, the, the before and after there absolutely uh, yeah no i agree with that um as so for what's going to go on yeah. with, yeah, well, that was a lot of money. Uh, yeah. It turns out uh, you didn't, I don't even know if you need analytics to say, hey, wait a minute, maybe if the guy is 38, you shouldn't give him a three-year deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back to the Cowboys. Back to the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. I think that, like, there's they're, another team that lost a lot of close games. Yes. Uh, here's what people are not talking about enough with them, though, and I think this matters. Um, Travis Frederick is retired from the NFL.
1: Yes, very true. And he's really good. Mm-hmm. That is a deterrent for sure. That he's really, really good. Deterrent. I just I I like the over, not enough to bet on it. Like I wouldn't make it one of my shoe ends of the year or anything like that. From where we're sitting, it's just doesn't it, it seems like the Cowboys are going to have one of those double digit win years to me. But again, maybe I'm just falling for that. I,
0: I I I think you're I think you're right mm-hmm. that this they'll be better. I just think that we're not talking enough about Travis Frederick, one of the guys who really makes that line go, and that line's important to what they do, obviously. Uh, he ain't going to be around. Yeah. So,
1: All right. Your Denver Broncos, Craig, 7.5, minus 125 on the over, so a fair amount of juice on the over there, uh, plus 105 on the under. 7 was their win total last year. 7 was what they finished, so they pushed last year. Um, they got some new guys. Uh, how do you feel about your yep. Denver Broncos?
0: Uh, I'll tell you this. This bet's basically how do you feel about Drew Locke? Because if Drew Locke is a top 15 quarterback, Mm -hmm. the Broncos are a problem Yeah, because Mm -hmm. they've got some real nice skill players on the offensive side of the ball, and the defense is is still going to be great. It's going to be healthier. Bradley Chubb's going to be back. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to be able to get to the quarterback uh bond miller who's a hall of fame football player still on the team he's pretty good um he actually another guy who has already had COVID 19 what's with the denver athletes yeah,
1: uh, obviously uh, i don't know it's obviously something to do with people traveling in and out right I, so. I don't know if they're a, i i don't know if that uh i was gonna say province sorry the, i don't know if that state. state state is like a uh is a is like a super hub for airplane traffic or not but uh
0: yeah, I, I don't Obviously know some. for
1: for whatever the reason.
0: Yeah. Um, a bunch of them had it. Uh, either way, I, uh, I, I if Drew Locke is like I said, if he's a top fifteen quarterback, look
1: out. Yeah, and I know Von just back on the Von Miller thing. I know Vaughn Miller's a big like showing up to Colorado Avalanche games uh, mm-hmm. guy too. So yeah, I know he's, these...
0: he sits courts out of the Nuggets a lot. Like, hey, yeah. we're, we're, we're the Denver sports teams is a big deal for him.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he shows uh, up at Avalanche games all the time. Yeah. Like they show they show him in the stands as because uh, yeah. like the Colorado Avalanche don't get a ton of celebrity fans, right? It's just yeah. sometimes John Elway's in the crowd, but Vaughn Miller's always yeah. in the crowd. And yeah, he might have been shaking hands with the dudes in the in the, the locker room after yeah. the
0: game. Right? Uh, so, I know that uh, he and, and Peyton. Manning even post retirement, uh, to the side of the Nuggets from time to time just yeah. to hang out or whatever. But either way, mm-hmm. um, they couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. so uh, they could easily afford it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just uh, if uh, I think it's coming down to Drew Locke, and I, I I know a lot of people are saying, Well, hey, how does Denver know about Drew Locke? Uh, we have received zero negative signs about what kind of NFL quarterback Drew mm-hmm. Locke is going to be, like Four there was some sample size, but yeah, true. five, true. but yeah, uh, so I'm not saying, Oh, yeah, we know Drew Locke is good, mm-hmm. but we have no reason to believe he's not good. And there could be anything in that box could even be a boat. Mm. Uh, So yeah, I just, uh, I, 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 am on board with the franchise's decision to like, okay, like we're going to see what's going on with drew this year. Uh, We're going to give him a lot of guys that are good at catching the ball. So that won't be the reason why he struggles. They're basically doing things the opposite way that the jets are doing it, Mm. (laughs) Um, which is, Oh yeah, no, we're going to see if Sam Donald's good. How are you going to know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he he some can, real good, if, he, if he can hit these guys. Yeah, if okay, he can turn these not. crappy receivers good, then he has to be great. <laughs> That's not how I would do it. No. Uh but yeah. Uh so they're doing the opposite of that, which is a good thing. So K J Hamler, come on down. Uh you know, Jerry Judy, come on down. Like I I think we have a lot of reason to believe based on track record of Guys who are that level of receiver in the SEC, that Jerry Judy is going to be a very good NFL receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Noah Fant looks like he has a chance to be a very good NFL tight end. Uh, Cortland Sutton already there, so these guys are young. They're good. Like I'm, like uh, we'll see what goes on, but I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good about where the Broncos are at coming into this season, and I I think that I would take the over.
1: Mm. Uh, they are going to be a Cam Newton. And and I'm, I've am i texted you this a few times. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they're going to be a Cam Newton.
0: Uh, Here's why I for me.
1: don't love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's say the Broncos, you know, they 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 lose to Tennessee on Monday Night Football. Yeah, they start
1: 0-2, right? Yeah. So let's say,
0: let's I don't want to – like, th- this year is about, hey, is Drew Locke good? Let's mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be something that contributes to figuring out whether Drew Locke's good if by week two – there's a ton of people all around the team, and perhaps even people on the team saying, maybe we should start Cam.
1: Yeah.
0: I just, like, are we, like to me, to me, before we can do anything else with the franchise, we've got to figure out, is Drew Locke good? And right now, things look good, but like you said, it's a five-game sample size. But, jeez, like, I, I just don't love the idea of if a couple of weeks in a row things don't look great, there's going to be people in the locker room, outside the locker room, Drew Locke's meeting questions about it, People saying, "Hey, what what about starting Cam?" Like, I I just—that's not what I want. It's not about Cam Newton personally. I'd feel the same way if they brought in Andy Dalton. I'd feel the same way if they brought in any anyone who's like an established veteran NFL quarterback. I'd be like, I don't know if that's a great idea. So, I'm
1: surprised uh, Elway hasn't pulled the trigger on Cam. Uh, It just seems like something he'd do, right? Where he'd be like, "I'm just going to go out and get a guy who I know is good," as opposed to uh, lock. I mean, he did it with Peyton back in the day, obviously. And yeah. Now that was different because he wanted to get rid of Tebow.
0: <laughs> right. Like, he, he, he felt probably correctly that, yeah. uh, they were probably not going to be able to, uh, yeah. uh, win a super bowl with uh, Tim Tebow as the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he probably felt correctly that winning the AFC West and winning a playoff game was probably not something that you could repeat mm-hmm. with Tim Tebow as the quarterback. Yeah. Um, then they won the AFC West for consecutive seasons. Uh, yeah. but yeah, just, uh, I just if, if this season is truly about evaluating Drew Lock, I think that having Cam Newton around or basically any like guy who's a, probably an NFL starting quarterback, and Cam Newton certainly is, that that's just going to detract from that. So I'm not I'm not into it.
1: I agree. Uh, my Detroit Lions six and a half is their win total. Plus 105 in the over, minus 125 in the under. Seven was their win total last year. Way under with three wins last year. Uh, six and a half. Uh, like, holy God, monkey balls under. Like, wow, under.
0: Oh, um, my
1: God, under. Minus 125.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, when Stafford was in the
1: lineup last year, this team was okay. Well, that's what the, the – the analytics guys are of two minds on this. Some of the Sharps are on the Detroit Lions for the over, citing uh, Matthew Stafford, if he played an entire season last year, if you prorate his numbers to an entire season, he would have been getting uh an MVP votes like not uh, obviously he would have lost to Lamar Jackson ultimately but there would have been talk hey mm-hmm. what, there would have been hey what about Matthew Stafford talk they certainly would have won more than three games um, and now the other mind is uh, Matt Patricia is the uh, is the overwhelming favorite for first coach fired and he might just be one of the spectacular spectacularly bad uh, head coach hirings in the history of the league and I'm leaning towards. Uh, the latter <laughs> on on those two options. There isn't uh, a lot of good from no. uh, from a Matt Patricia perspective. Haven't seen a lot. No, for for sure. Uh, what, how do you feel about their minus, uh, about their six and a half, Greg? I just
0: I just think Matt Stafford's good, and I think that he's go, he's he, if if he's back to being healthy, Matt Stafford, he's probably worth that many wins. But um, there's a lot of other variables here to consider, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I, I don't I don't love yeah. either bet is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Green Bay Packers, nine and a half this year, minus one ten going both ways. Nine was their win total last year, thirteen were the number of wins. It, what a crappy team they were last year, and they somehow won thirteen games and then they were horribly embarrassed in the NFC championship game that uh, they shouldn't have even been in anyway. Uh it was they ridiculous. also matched
0: up in the NFC title game with like the worst possible team. True. Yeah, basically, they were a team like, well, as long as no one wants to run the ball against us, we're going to be fine. Well, yeah, Yeah. Uh, still, they you're you're right. Were they one of the four best teams in the NFL? Absolutely not. No, absolutely
1: not. Nine and a half on the Green Bay Packers. What do you think, Greg? Hmm. Uh, I I want the under. Yeah, I think so, too. Stay away from me, though, because the Green Bay Packers always seem to pull out like two or three wins every year that they that they shouldn't get. Uh, one of those wins always comes against the Detroit Lions. Of course. Uh, as is tradition. Uh, Houston Texans, eight wins, uh, plus 105 in the over, minus 125 in the under. Eight was their same uh, win total last year by the good grace of Deshaun Jackson. They ended up winning 10 games last year and getting to the over. Uh, despite, And that was after, I believe, starting 0-3. Or was that the year before? How, am I remembering? Did they start 0-3 uh, and then go on a... Did they start 0-3 and go on a tear? Or was that the year before? That was the year before. Was it? I okay. think. Uh, but yeah. Either way, Deshaun Jackson is good. Is, well, Watson, uh, Deshaun yes. Watson, sorry, yep. is, is 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 good. Deshaun Jackson is also good, but he plays a different position and was good many years ago. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson so good. Eight. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins, is earlier discussed when we uh, were bringing up the Arizona Cardinals. Uh... My, minus 125 juice on the under. This is a wowzers under for me. If anyone not named Deshaun Watson is playing quarterback for them, how do you feel?
0: Yeah. Uh, I would say this. I think we all know that Bill O'Brien, the general manager, sucks. Yes. Bill O'Brien, the coach, is okay. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, like, certainly, certainly not someone you just throw out the door. No. Um,. Bill is O'Brien, he... the GM, is, is uh, the classic uh, joke that you and I make from uh, There's Something About Mary, which is, uh, step into my office.
0: <laughs> why? Because you're mind. fucking
1: fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man. Bill O'Brien, the
0: coach, uh, okay, but the roster is just like, yeah. other than yeah. Watson, it's what's good it. about
1: it? Yeah, it's it Well, they got Tunsil, which is, you know, but they gave up okay. way too much to get they him, gave, but, they gave, a... but
0: they've got, like, you know, the six best left the NFL. True. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's Which, the, like, you the, know, it's good. <laughs> you'd yeah. rather have the six best than the 26 best. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But is that something that you say, well, look, they're, they're going to be able to build around, like, yeah, you can build around your tackle and your quarterback, but you actually have to do the building as opposed to just trading all the guys. So I just uh, – the, the, the receivers is going to be the group with Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb. Kiki QT, I guess is he still oh, on the roster? God. Uh, like what? Like what are what? What's gonna go on there?
1: Like what's his face, who's always hurt the whatever the third or? Uh, what,
0: Will Fuller, yeah, yeah, yeah Will yeah. Fuller,
1: yeah. But he's, like, he's not
0: hurt. he's not gonna be out there because he never is, or at least not consistently.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I don't know Texans eight. What do you think? Under. And yeah, I, yeah, hate, it. I
0: hate I, but I just Man. like.
1: Stay away if, from me though. I, it's I don't want to bet against Deshaun Watson, it makes me feel bad.
0: Yeah, if it's to yeah, so stay away for me, too. If it's the over, then Watson's going to get some MVP conversation, is what I will say. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Indianapolis Colts, eight and a half uh, last year. Uh, minus 130, plus 110 on the on the over, or sorry, the under. Uh, nine and a half was their win total last year. Finished with seven. If you'd have told an Indianapolis Colts fan uh, this time last year that the starting quarterback <laughs> in 2020 is going to be Phillip Rivers, They'd be like, "What the hell happened?" (laughs) Right, and and here we are. Uh, Now, I guess at least their their starting quarterback isn't gonna isn't gonna bail like ten days before the season's supposed to start. So they got that going for them, which is nice. Uh, Eight and a half. Uh, minus one thirty on the over. I kind of like the plus one ten on the under. If you're thinking Philip Rivers might be like, I'm of two minds on this. If Philip, if you think Philip Rivers is cooked, you've got to get on that plus one ten. But uh, Frank Reich is also a really good coach who might. Yeah. D- despite and I
0: don't think Philip Rivers is cooked.
1: Yeah, it's, like uh... he
0: looked. He looked bad last year, but yeah. he goes from having amongst the worst defensive lines in the NFL to probably the best. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty big. Uh, he also is. Uh... I think going to be in a lot better scheme. Obviously you mentioned with Frank Frank earlier. Uh, I I would feel a lot better if uh, somebody on the roster other than T Y Hilton was something I, someone you could count on to be a a very good NFL pass catcher. Maybe it's going to be Paris Campbell in a second year. We'll see. But uh, the roster is really good. The defense is good too. Like they, they were banged up last year, like very badly banged up and they lost Andrew luck weeks before the season started and they won seven games.
1: Yeah. Like, what if they're healthier? And then they have Philip right, Rivers as but... a quarterback. Like, Yeah, it could be a good one. Chris Long also said something interesting on his podcast where he he talks about F- Philip Rivers. Uh, the, this is something that Manning and uh, Brady, they, I, this is one of the things that kind of put them on, on the, that tier just above Rivers is that probably they don't do stuff like this, but this, is, this isn't this is necessarily a detriment to Philip Rivers' character. It's just this is the type of guy he is where – he'll just try to do too much to a fault, right, is is what he was saying. And last year there was a lot of that going on where he was just forcing balls that he normally wouldn't because yeah. they, they were always now, down. Here's, here's what I would say. Like that, right? Neither
0: Peyton Manning nor Tom Brady in my estimation. hmm had ever been on a team with a roster like the 2019 L.A. Chargers. Yeah, they
1: were bad. Yeah, Where where the quarterback had to do that sort of stuff. Exactly, exactly. And that that's what Chris Long was trying to say to combat the uh, is Philip Rivers cooked talk. And yeah. it was just like a lot of it was him forcing balls. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, 5.5 wins, plus 120 on the over, minus 140 on the under. Uh, that's a lot of juice on the under, but I still kind of like it. Uh, 7.5 is their win total last year. They finished under with six wins. Can't believe they won six games. A little bit of Menchu mania, I think, uh, as they squeezed a couple of games out. Uh, I like Jacksonville under 5.5. I think they're a shameful, shameful team, and they're starting the year with Gardner-Menchu, with the thought of Gardner-Menchu going to play 16 games for them. So... I don't know under for me even with the minus one forty juice. How do you feel, Craig?
0: I uh, I like the under two. Like what? Like they're they're going to be bad on offense and bad on defense. Yeah. (laughs) What else? Not much much more
1: analysis is needed. Take the under on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City Chiefs eleven and a half. Uh, minus one twenty for the over, plus one hundred on the under. Uh, coming off a Super Bowl. Uh, ten and a half uh, was their win total last year. They got to twelve, and that's with uh, Patrick Mahomes missing two games with a dislocated kneecap. Uh, well, two and a half games technically because he yeah. missed most of that Broncos game. Uh, Chiefs eleven and a half. The only argument I can make for the under is Super Bowl hangover, but even that is flimsy at best for me. What do you think?
0: Uh, like if Patrick Mahomes plays. 16 games, They're and you play and you yeah. and you, you, you play the season a thousand times, and Patrick Mahomes plays 16 games in all a thousand times. Mm-hmm. How many times do the Chiefs not win 11 games? Uh, very
1: few. Not, not win. 12. I would say I would say zero. I would say absolutely
0: zero. Yeah, 12. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Basically, if you're betting the under, you're betting on a Mahomes injury. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah. Uh, but but I don't bet the over on 12 wins. Because I just don't do that. No, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. know if I
0: want to go with that no. a bet so either. To be okay. clear, Stay
1: especially for me. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah, and I think that they like. Well, we'll see. I, I think that the second best team in that division is Denver, but um, we'll see. It could be. It should be an interesting division, and in, uh, they've got a bit of a tough schedule. Does the uh, AFC West this year? I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, Craig, uh, in their inaugural season. Uh, unfortunately, not going to get the pageantry that they once uh, thought they would be afforded. Uh, 7.5 is their over-under. Uh, minus 110 going both ways. Six, their win total last year. They hit the over with seven wins. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, 7.5 wins, Craig.
0: Under.
1: I think so, too. I But uh, I think they're going to be around seven, eight wins again, are they not? So... Seven and a half is the correct number, just to stay away yeah. from me, from from the Raiders. No idea what it's going to be like. I just like, what's, right? what reason do we have to believe this team is going to improve? Yeah, pretty much the same. They did the classic, like, let's take the third best receiver in the draft because he's faster than everybody. So the, that was like, the most Raiders
0: pick in the history the spirit of, Ra- like, of
1: Al Davis. Yeah, if, if, any,
0: if anyone yeah. thinks that Al Davis is dead, check out the first round of the 2020 NFL draft and tell <laughs> exactly. me whether Al Davis is dead or alive. Yeah. Um, they also picked a corner that was supposed to go on round three. So yeah, you tell me whether Al Davis is dead or alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh... exactly. But they had great combine numbers, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i stay away from me. Cause they're going to have seven, eight wins, seven or eight wins are, are the exact number. So seven and a half is bang on uh los angeles chargers seven and a half plus one or minus 112 plus 100 10 was their win total last year finished with five wins way under uh the the los angeles chargers under when you're getting plus one and a half or when you're getting plus 100 at seven and a half is, is one of my favorites i think they are going to be spectacularly terrible uh, are the chargers. They're going to get some of their, uh, guys back, but, uh, they're not going to be at a quarterback, which is, <laughs> uh, that's a big part, big part of it. I so, think they'll uh, be good on defense. Oh yeah. I think they'll be very good on defense if everybody's healthy. That was a problem last year was they were missing their, their, two big guys. Right. And, uh, and then all of a sudden Phillip rivers was down two touchdowns with seven minutes left and was forcing the ball downfield. Uh, I still don't think they're going to be... I think that offense is is putrid. Um, Yeah, under on seven and a half for me. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think I feel the same way.
1: Yeah, I just like all unders this year. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, nine is their win total, plus 115, minus 135 in the under. Ten last year, finished with exactly nine wins last year, and I remember just... I can't believe they finished with nine wins. I remember them just making fun of them in weeks like 12 and 13 uh, for how bad they were. Um... This is 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 McCoy a is this a bounce back year for him even though he won nine games last year um uh, it's got to be a a, a a a bounce back with, uh for for uh, McCoy and Golf uh what do you feel Craig nine I like the over or mm-hmm. or
0: the like I think this is right where it should be. Yeah. Uh, just, they just had every conceivable thing go wrong last year and they still won nine games.
1: Classic Super Bowl hangover year for uh, for the Rams. Yeah,
0: they just had everything that can go wrong went wrong and they won nine NFL games.
1: Mm.
0: Like that's you know, uh, uh, and the interior of the offensive line was was, was horrific. And they haven't had obviously had a lot of draft capital or a lot of cap space to do much with that, but I think that should be better. Mm-hmm. Um I think that they're they're going to be they're going to be missing a little bit on defense, but I think they'll be better on offense. And I think that with Todd Gurley out of there, not the Todd like uh, with Todd Gurley out of there, Sean McVay is going to feel less as though he needs to use Todd Gurley. <laughs> obviously, yeah, I kept saying McCoy uh, earlier. I don't yeah. know why McVay was what yeah. I meant. Sorry, but well, yeah, Sean McVay is going to feel as though he does not need to do what he had been doing. Mm-hmm on offense, I think he's gonna be able to get a little more creative if he's not worried about well I've got to get this guy X amount touches because you know so uh I think they'll be better. I think that they'll win more than nine games. Yep. Or at the very least nine will be a nice push for you.
1: Yep. Uh Miami Dolphins six is their over under this year. Minus one forty five on the over, so a lot of juice. I think that's the most juice you would have to pay is the Dolphins over uh this year. Uh plus one twenty five in the under, four and five. a half last year. They were uh, the one of the dar- the sharps darling picks last year, um, with the over on four and a half, and <laughs> despite starting zero and twelve or whatever the hell it was, managed five wins over the back half of the season and and hit that over. Uh, Dolphins six, correct? I like the under. Do you? Or I like. Not. We're like, they'll be better on defense, but we're not mm-hmm. sure what the Tua
0: situation is going to be. They had a lot of True. things kind of go their way in some of those wins last year. Yeah. If you look at uh, the, the the points for and against and all that stuff, mm-hmm. again, they, I know they improved as the year went on, but the metrics would say that they probably were not as good a team as their record wound up showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we're not sure how uh, how often Tua is going to be around. We're not sure what training camp looks like for rookie quarterbacks. Something we probably should have mentioned with the Bengals. Uh, under.
1: uh, Yeah, the... I have the Dolphins as a stay away because i I've just I, I'm I'm in my head. I'm like, is Brian Flores just going to be the be- one of the better coaches for the next ten years? And <laughs> like, that's right? that's certainly on the table. That's, that's certainly, certainly on, on the, the table. table for me. So, uh, and is he just going to coach these these this? Uh, is he going to take yet another ragtag group of Dolphins to like seven eight wins and hit the over uh, with some better quarterback play out of Tua? I I that's a scenario that's on the table for me. So I just have the Dolphins as a stay away. Uh, Minnesota Vikings nine is their over under plus one hundred on the over minus 112 on the under nine was their win total last year. They hit the over with 10 wins uh, and a little playoff berth last year lost in the first round
0: uh, Vikings. No, they they beat the Saints.
1: Oh, that's right. They did beat the Saints and then they lost to the Green Bay Packers. If I remember, correctly. they lost to the 49ers. God, I can't remember my brain is fried. Uh, COVID's got me just not remembering what the hell happened last year. Uh, the Vikings nine wins. They're probably the best team in the NFC North, in my opinion. Um of course I thought that last year and the Green Bay Packers went on a weird heater. Yeah, but if you uh, well
0: yeah, if you look at the, <laughs> the metrics, the Vikings were the best team. yeah. Uh, sure. yeah. No, I've I, I like the, the Diggs thing is giving me a lot of pause here. And That's... I understand it's gonna they're gonna want to run the ball all the time, they're gonna do mm-hmm. two tight end sets all the time and I, I, I understand what the plan is and I get it. I just there was a lot of games last year where oh, Diggs made a crazy play, bailed them out.
1: Yeah. That's true. That happened a lot last season. and Diggs is also I'm the very... guy, though, who, like, if his team won the Super Bowl and he only had three catches, he'd be complaining the next day. Right? Sure. Like, you know, yeah. he's, he's that guy. But, uh, you know,
0: here we are. Um, I just think that and, – and look, hey, maybe Thielen's healthier and they don't have to rely on that as much because Thielen was oh, not himself the entire season, basically. Yeah, that's
1: year. clearly the plan,
0: yep. Um, but – G, like and and hey look, Justin Jefferson was a very very good player at LSU. Uh, I, I just think that they, they had a lot of moments last year where oh man, we need something to happen for us, and Diggs was there and made something happen. I'm uh, I, I just I, I think they're gonna really miss him. So that's my question about the roster. But I think it's a team that's well coached mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball, and I think that. They've got a decent quarterback, and if you have those two things going for you, you got to, you know, again, again, the roster's not as deep as it was, and I'm still not exactly sure who's going to be covering guys uh, uh, from a corner perspective. But last year, the corners were generally bad the entire year, so uh, they're not going to be worse there, I don't think. Um, so I, I think I'd take the over, but I've got some trepidation about it, and I'm not putting
1: money on it. I like getting the plus 100, though, so I'd, yeah. I'd be more apt to taking the over um, from where I'm sitting right now. Uh, New England Patriots, here we go. Nine wins or nine wins is their total this year. Minus 110 going both ways. 11.5 was their win total last year. Uh, 12 wins they got to, so they hit the over. Nine New England Patriots wins, the lowest total in the Brady-Belichick uh, era without oh. Tom Brady having been suspended for a few games. Uh, I believe, and even that, I think their win total was like ten and a half yeah. or some garbage like that uh, that year. Um, I can't
0: justify spending money on betting the over on a Jarrett Stidham quarterback team
1: for nine mm-hmm. minutes. No, if you're doing it, you're just you're being like I, I in in Bill Belichick. I trust is right. is, is, is um, now well, to you, be
0: clear, I'm not betting the under either. But. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, I I just have this as a stay away because I want to see. But if if you ask me to bet, I would say over i would just be mm-hmm. like you know what i'm gonna trust in the greatest uh, coach who's ever yep. you know and had a clipboard in front of him
0: I, I kind of talk about the patriots prime time schedule for a second because a lot of people have been complaining well why do the patriots have this many prime time games yeah one this Patriots season is going one of two ways mm-hmm. one it's bill belichick's picasso and they had just had this great season mm-hmm. and he because he pushes all the right buttons and you're like oh, okay mm-hmm. well he's he's the best coach in the history of
1: in which Sports. case, you're, and you're going to want to see that. Not exactly. well, you're going to want to see the. And well, here's why it'll be great. One, you'll be able to see it, and you'll be there'll be no fans in the stands, so you won't have to watch the potato faces cheering for it. So right. you'll have that going for you.
0: I just love the idea. Also, if it goes the other way, of them being bad, if they if they wind up mm-hmm. getting their ass kicked a couple of times, like I want to watch that. Yeah, like, exactly, you know, yeah. I want to watch that team get their asses kicked. Yeah. So now
1: in one of those scenario, two things like, is going to happen. Man, I kind of wish the potato faces were in the well, crowd. exactly. For this one. <laughs> I I
0: want to I want to see people that look really really sad with bar stool hats on. Like I want to yeah. see that. You wanna see, like you
1: want to see Sully and Murph. Right? Yeah, in, exactly. In, in, in the thing, yeah. Yeah, so bad. Uh, yeah. So we have the Patriots as, as a stay away. But if you if you're one of those compulsive types that just has to gamble, uh, take the over and just believe in Bill Belichick. Uh. Seems like a smart move. Uh, New Orleans Saints, 10 is their win total this year. Minus 140 uh, juice going that way. Plus 120 on the under. Uh, 10 was their total last year. 13 Ws for the Saints, so they were easily over last year. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at 10, Craig.
0: It's got to be over.
1: I, th- I think so, too.
0: Like, this is uh, the best roster in the league, I think,
1: still. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing they're saying is, hey, the two games against the Bucs are going to be – Good this year, and the sharps still like Atlanta. So the two games against Atlanta are going to be uh, tough. One, I, it's just it's it's a tough it's a tough division. It's it's uh, like on paper anyway. From from where we're sitting here in 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 May, on paper there are no gimmies in the uh, in the yeah. in the division games, right? So yep.
0: No, I think that's fair so to say.
1: Explain why it's probably ten and not like eleven or ten and a half. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I just. Yeah, which is why they've increased the juice to 140 on the 10, right? That yeah, is, I just I
0: just yeah. want Sean Payton and Drew Brees. I'll take those guys. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh,
1: New York Giants, 6.5, minus 110 going both ways. Six was their total last year, way under with four wins uh, in the end of the Eli Manning era. Um, the New York Giants, 6.5 wins, Craig. Anything to say about this? Under. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm actually going to write this one down. Because I think the Giants are in for a pretty, pretty bad season. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand where this, uh, where this six and a half, I I don't fully understand where the six and a half comes from. I I think they're going to be, I'm not a Daniel Jones guy whatsoever. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Was, I think we saw enough. Like his, like his, did he only have two wins or something last year? And one was a missed field goal from the box.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. No, he had some, he had
1: some nice stats games, but the Giants yeah. didn't win a lot of them. It's true. But yeah, how many guys? No, I, I no,
0: I, I don't think Daniel Jones is, uh, yeah. uh an up NFL quarterback from what we've seen so far. No, for sure. Uh,
1: Philadelphia Eagles, nine and a half minus half minus one thirty-five on the over plus plus one fifteen on the under. Uh, 10.5 was their total last year, finished with nine wins. Um, I like the under, and I like the plus 115 I'm getting with the under with the Eagles. What's the, what say you? I feel the more? same way. Yeah, I think I'm going to write this one down. I, I just... <sighs> Isn't Carson Wentz still theoretical at this point?
0: I don't know. He basically had an MVP caliber season a couple years ago until he blew out his knee. Yeah, and
1: you know, since then it's. uh, I mean, he's been injured twice now. Yeah, and a lot of his struggles. I uh, I don't even
0: "struggles" is the right word, but there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of situations where he's out there throwing the dudes who were.
1: Then they did not really improve the receiving core. No, they've they've improved it in the sense they've got one guy whose name we know, basically, right? But. They they didn't exactly they didn't exactly go out there. I mean, last year we were joking that the, the you, and Bill were gonna have to go out there and start for them because they were just that depleted. But uh, yeah, not uh, not great. I and like they
0: still and there. they still won the NFC East. Um, True. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. A, what a gog show that was last year. What, yeah,
0: that was gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I um, I I just it's 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 the under, and I think Doug Peterson's a good coach. I just don't understand why. And and they didn't find a way to get better players at receiver. And all you know, they like Dalen Rieger from from TCU, which you know you, know, you want to draft him fine. I don't know if I draft him ahead of Justin Jefferson, but mm. you no, know, that's, uh, that's what they decided to do. Uh, we'll see if that works out.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers also nine and a half plus uh, 100 on the over minus 120 on the under nine wins was their total last year finished with eight. So they were under Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, nine and a half Uh, no Ben Roethlisberger for most of last year. Uh, They were tweeting the other day. He's back and uh, showing photos of him on a plane on his way to Pittsburgh or on his way to somewhere's Ville to presumably start practicing Um, Steelers, nine and a half. Uh, What do you think, Craig? Under. Ah, uh, I would th- <sighs> three and three in the division seems like. See. Division's tough, man. Division's tough. I see, like probably two you know, long, you know, like, they, on they, paper, they... two losses to the Ravens, two wins against the Bengals, and then uh, probably if you split splits, with the Browns, it's three and three. Round three and three, like I said, yeah. So then they got to find seven wins outside of the division. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm leaning towards the under.
0: We but, don't know uh, how healthy Roethlisberger is going to be. We don't know if Roethlisberger is still good.
1: Yeah, and as suggested, they should like they're a team that should probably think about bringing in Cam Newton.
0: Who is is it still Mason Rudolph second on their depth chart? Like how have they not thought better of so. that?
1: Mason, didn't Mason Rudolph play a little? Uh... Oh no, that was that was Landry, right? That that Landry guy that they had. Oh, they played in the XFL. That, that yeah, played a little XFL for them. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: I'm looking at the uh, their our lads page right now at quarterback, and yeah, Mason Rudolph's listed as a second guy. I think we've uh, we've we've learned what we need to learn about that, haven't we?
1: I've got. Am I looking at a different year? Because I've got Delvin Hodges and Paxton Lynch as their. Uh,
0: They've That's got to me, They've got five quarterbacks on the roster right now: Roethlisberger, Rudolph. You must be looking at last year. Uh, sure. Roethlisberger, Rudolph, Hodges, and then they still have Lynch and and J T yeah. Barrett on uh, on the roster. Yeah. Which yeah, J T Barrett. Okay, um, sure.
1: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> gotta have is. a name, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's uh, got to carry the bags.
0: Right. Um, well, you know, he he was obviously a pretty good player at Ohio State. I don't mm-hmm. think he's an NFL quarterback. Either mm-hmm. way. Um, their quarterback depth chart beyond Roethlisberger is not good, and we're not yeah. sure where Roethlisberger's at. So I'm taking
1: yeah. yeah, they should probably have Cam Newton, or at least bring him in. Uh, yeah. God, Cam Newton's such a Tomlin guy, right? Like, that was just oh, – that would be a fun uh, thing to watch. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, 10.5, minus 105 on the over, minus 115 on the under. 8.5 was their win total last year. 13 wins, soared well over the uh, – the the projected eight and a half all the way to the Super Bowl and ended up uh, losing. Probably you know there's arguments made should have won if not for a uh, uh, desperation heave from Patrick Mahomes with about six minutes left or whenever it was the Tyreek uh, Hill one. Yes, yeah, might have might have brought home a little Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> uh what, fifth Super Bowl it would have been for the Niners. That would be number six if they had won. Six, right, right, right. Um, but uh, was not meant to be. 10 and a half uh we must uh bring up the uh potential for the super bowl hangover with this team uh i think I 10 and
0: a half too much yeah it's I... a tough division uh-huh. um they've they they they've lost you know they lose to forrest buckner on defense which is big like they they they, they think they've got parts to replace him that's fine i think they've got a great management structure they got a they got a great coach um, maybe if you're looking to win the, the like the, the coach who's going to win the highest number of NFL games over the next decade. He might be the guy who's going to win the most, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, 10 and a half a lot, man. Yeah. That, that I'm kind of thinking, lot. I'm kind of thinking
1: right. it's the under, yeah, I think so, too, especially with the Super Bowl hangover, which every year we're like, come on, the Super Bowl hangover is not a real thing. And then all of a sudden, the team that lost in the Super Bowl starts losing games in, early in the season in like weird, weird fashions, right? Like, Yeah, so I, I, I'm with you, too. I'm, I think Niners under. Now, they, that said, they could still get to 10 wins, win the division, and you still hit your under, so... So there's that. Uh,
0: I, I, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It might mm-hmm. be a situation where they go 10 and six. They they win the NFC West, but you don't win your bet. And I don't want any part of that. So, no, I'm, I'm taking the under with them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Look at them setting you up here. What? Look, look at them just setting you up with the Seahawks here. Nine is the win total. And they're giving you the plus 110 on the under, Craig. Yeah. He's just trying to really get into that under.
0: Not Man. Calling for it. Russell, like, me.
1: this roster is not good.
0: <laughs> No except and, for quarterback where they are yeah. extremely good.
1: Yeah, eight and a half was their win total last year, soared over it, uh, much like the Niners with eleven uh wins, so easily hit the over. Uh minus one thirty on the over, as I said, plus one ten on the under. They're just trying to they're just trying to cast that net out there, uh getting you with juice, crappy roster, yet somehow this team's still gonna win ten games and hit that over. So Seattle Seahawks are a stay away from me. What say you?
0: Yeah, they have to be. Mm-hmm. They have
1: to be. Yeah.
0: Like that's that's like man. If you just looking at that roster, every position but quarterback, you're like, I'm not sure about this. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't get it. Like how are they going to get to the pass? How are they going to rush the passer? How are they going to cover anybody? Like I, I just I want no part of it.
1: I skipped a team earlier, and I can't believe that I skipped them. And it's actually quite hilarious that uh, that I skipped this particular team, Craig. Uh, the New York Jets. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> Uh, New York Jets, seven wins, plus 110 on the over, minus 130 on the under. seven and a half was their win total last year. They finished with seven wins. Um I know the analytics guys are of two minds on on the Jets. they they, pro Football Focus, I think, said that the last year's New York Jets were the most injured injury riddled team. I can't remember if it was in the history of the NHL or or in the history of the NHL Jesus in the history of the NFL or just the history of them tracking injuries as far as pro football focus goes, but either way the most injury injury riddled team period, right? Like, like for last year. Now, the other thing was they were uh, six and one in one score games. So six of their seven wins came in one score games. So the analytics guys are of two minds, on this new york jets team uh i come down to i just think adam Gase is a really shitty coach and i would i would take the under and as you so succinctly put earlier the new york jets have haven't bothered surrounding sam darnold with any talent so right. they, they would be under for me but i don't feel real strong about it
0: yeah no i think that's uh that's pretty reasonable all right uh.
1: Anything else you want to say on the Jets?
0: Nope. I don't want to talk about the Jets at all. <laughs> uh, we got
1: three teams left. I'm actually going to skip one of them and then do the next two before uh, I do the one, because I think uh, the one is, is more interesting than the other two. I think so the gonna... most interesting one is one of these final three. So Yeah, yeah. so we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans first. Tennessee Titans, eight and a half. Minus 110 going both ways. Seven and a half last year. Uh, nine wins. Made the playoffs. Got a nice little W against uh, a couple Ws. They won, they won two yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. Did they were in the NFC title game?
0: They, they were in the AFC title the game. Lost to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were.
1: Lost to Kansas City in the AFC title game. And had like a weird lead at the beginning of that one. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah But they, they went into New England and beat New England. They went to Baltimore and beat Baltimore. That's... Beat Baltimore,
1: right. That was the – that was tough. The... Yeah. Um, Vrabel. Uh, now a lot of people are, 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 saying, um, Brian Tannehill. We, we were uh, on the wagon on the bandwagon last year. Uh, the analytics guys think that, uh, la- uh, have said that last year's Tennessee Titans may have been the luckiest team to have ever stepped on the field in the history of professional football. Uh, so there's that take that with a grain of salt. Eight and a half is their win total. Uh, minus 110 going both ways, Craig. I
0: just think they're good. like, like, mm. If, if, if I've always thought that, hey, maybe there's something there with Tannehill, even in Miami. But so now yeah. he's with the right offense. He's got AJ Brown, who looks like he might be a star. Like a lot of even looks, I just think he's legitimately a star. Yeah. And you look at the defense, and it's they've still got some good players there. Obviously, they uh, added the pass rush a little bit. Um, like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm liking the team. I'll take the over. I think that they win the AFC South.
1: Yeah, weak division two, right? Yeah, like I, we've you know,
0: taken I, the under on the other three teams. We got to take the over somewhere.
1: <laughs> exactly, right? Like some of the some actually, of the, no, we, the, well, the
0: Colts. We were kind of on the fence, but yeah, yeah. I think this this is the best team in that division.
1: It's them and the Colts, right? And, and at worst, you figure they split with the Colts, right? Like they're not going to lose both games to the, to the Colts. I would I would think, but yeah I, yeah, I do like the fact that I'm staring at my sheet and I've got something like nine unders, and I'm like, hmm, that's probably not good, but I'm still sticking with it. <laughs> like somebody's got to win football games, right? Um, all right. Uh so yes we like the over for the Tennessee Titans uh I just like it based on how crappy that division is probably gonna be uh they they should at worst go five and one maybe six and zero oh in that division uh suddenly gotta find three wins somewhere else yeah yeah the Titans over Titans over uh Washington's five and a half plus one hundred on the over minus one twenty on the under. Uh, six and a half was their win total last year, way under three wins first or second overall pick uh, took chase young, brain uh, brand spanking new coach who I like, but I don't see Ron Rivera coming in and in doubling their win total. Uh, I like the Washington's under, even though you're paying a little bit of juice at minus 120. And I am kind of fully expecting the Washington's to probably have yet another top three pick in the draft uh, next year. What do you think?
0: yeah I'm, w- I'm with you they're bad yeah. um, I'm not sure Haskins is the guy and Ron Rivera bless you but uh, I don't it's care he's not, not exactly
1: a quarterback whisperer Ron, no Ron Rivera. and further
0: than that like, unless he's planning on buying the team the big problem with the team is still there
1: yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's all yeah, oh, right. That guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah. So- I, I, well,
0: I see these Washington fans on Twitter and like, oh, okay, finally, we've got some, you know, uh, you know real NFL decision makers and a head coach and we get rid of Brezel and everything's going to be fine. No, everything is not fine. Like, no. <laughs> uh, like having a bad NFL owner is about the worst fate you can have in sports. Because mm-hmm. the other sports, like okay, we have bad ownership. Like, sometimes you can have a couple of lucky breaks here and there, and, and, and find a way out of that. Maybe not consistently, but you can find a way out of that. In the NFL, mm-hmm. if you have a bad owner, you're you're just you're done from the start. And they've got the worst one.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, last up, and we uh, saved them for last because they're quite frankly, quite frankly, very interesting. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Craig and I have had kind of a sordid history with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, ever since uh, we started doing this podcast uh, five years ago, it's always been like, is this the year the Tampa Bay Bucs bust loose? And uh, it kind of never happened. Anything uh, different with Tampa this season? Yeah, a few things different. Uh, let me just go through the numbers here. Nine is their win total. Minus 125 for the over, plus 105 on the under. Six and a half was their total last year. Hit the over barely with seven wins. Uh, brand and new Tom Brady. Uh, they managed to coax the 24-7 uh, champion, or WWE 24-7 champion, Rob Gronkowski, out of retirement to play for them. Uh, just a slew of weapons. Pretty good coach and Bruce Arians. Um Biggest question mark, uh, a, a, really underrated defense last year because, uh, of, of how skewed their numbers were, what with, uh, uh, James yeah, Winston on a per set, play basis, they were very good. Yeah. What with James Winston setting an all-time record for interceptions last year, thus leading to some short fields for that defense. So, uh, to me, this, this really just comes down to what Tom Brady has left in the tank and outside of the new England structure, uh, Buccaneers nine wins. Uh, what do you think, Craig? Tough oh. division too. Tough. Division. Yeah,
0: I say the over just because mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady is going to be throwing the football to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Rob Gronkowski. I think they're going to find a way to score some points, and I think the defense is good.
1: Yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like they were. They were. I, I forget what their DVOA numbers were, but I remember they were always like top ten, and they shouldn't have been because of how many points they were giving up, but. Again, that was all the the guy throwing the thirty interceptions.
0: Um, I would I, suspect that Tom Brady will throw fewer than thirty interceptions this season. Yeah,
1: if nothing else, Tom Brady will do that, uh, which is pretty damn pretty damn hilarious. It's and, just...
0: and the top two picks they get in the draft: Tristan Wirfs and Antoine Winfield Jr. Yes, which is just like you know that, that's. I'm not gonna say those are home run picks, like, but like those are no, solid they doubles. The,
1: they filled the they, holes they, the, on the The two roster. biggest yeah. needs on the roster. Nope. Yeah, nope. They, they filled the perceived holes that were in the roster, which weren't really gonna be that big of holes anyway. But you know, why not take those guys? It was a good draft for it's one of the all-time great off seasons. And uh, we, we talked last year about the hype team, Craig. I forgot about them. They are the hype team, are they not? The, the, well,
0: the... yeah, they're the hype team, but like. Usually the hype team doesn't have Tom Brady at
1: quarterback. True. That's very true. Like, and, and, and quite frankly, they're not even they haven't even really been that hyped up cuz everyone Well, here's like, the thing. They're, like they're, 40, 40, they're, 30, not even, right? they're not even they're not even the favorites
0: to win their division. Yeah, that's true. They're not even the, the, the team Saints. with the best Super Bowl odds in their division with a 40-year-old quarterback. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. are <laughs> not. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's great stuff. Um Oh God yeah, so yeah, I don't know i I, I kind of want to bet the over just for funsies uh but I'm not gonna do that so big takeaway from this uh, podcast is Matt Pierce just likes a lot of unders i'm I'm very very pessimistic uh, I guess uh in terms of how it's gonna be I just if, God I, the training camps are gonna be so low there was a lot of weird turnover I'm just i'm I'm thinking this might be a year where there's just gonna be a lot of sloppy football, especially early. It's gonna be weird well, with the no doesn't fans. That give,
0: doesn't that give an advantage though then
1: mm-hmm. to set,
0: like well we're just talking about teams Saints. with structure? Yeah, Team, teams like, with structure. Teams with the quarterback yeah. and the head coach have been working together for fifteen years. Absolutely, the teams like, with structure. Th- doesn't yeah. that help them? Like you know, so
1: not. Uh, Carolina, Chicago, Cincinnati, Detroit. Right. Well, Detroit doesn't fit that bill, but uh, Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these like, are all the, the the guys that we were like, hey, take the under on these teams. I don't think they're going to be very good. Washington, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the teams that don't. If, if
0: it's enough, yeah. if it's oh man, it's really tough to put stuff in. It's been tough to to install mm-hmm. the offense. That's I think that's an advantage for the Saints because again. Mm -hmm. Like they've they've had the same two guys running the show for for a decade and a half here, which is helpful. Yeah, very good.
1: Uh, so that's it. Uh, crossover podcast available: at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe, five stars only. And as always, you do not have to download, or sorry, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. So please check us out on those platforms as well and boost up those numbers. Um, we, were, we will definitely revisit these NFL win totals closer to the start of the season. When we have a little bit more clarity on uh, what the sharps are thinking and uh, what uh, you know whether or not you know how the actual games are going to be shaken up, because we're still in the in the the post COVID era here, where we don't necessarily things are not going to be what they seem, and will be radically different when they when they actually come back and and, and start happening. But uh, yeah, we'll just we'll we we'll going forward, and we will survive. Is is. Is the point. Uh, I don't have anything planned for next week, but uh, sure, something will come up. <laughs> sure, I'll have something to talk about. Come on, we'll come up with something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, I'll just take another week off. Who who, who knows? Uh, Craig Needles, thanks for doing this. It's always a pleasure. It was great to, to joke and, and talk about uh, what the hell teams are going to do with you, as always. Yeah. And uh, take care, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast.
0: So